Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back for hour number two here of Yes. I almost said Yes or No's here, but it's actually Zach and the No's because we're going to be going to Yes or No's here in just a second. Uh, Zach and the No's always brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, our good friends there. The Tropical Chevrolet family wants to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving coming up here and happy holidays. Let's get to the award-winning segment we like to do here on Zach and the Nose called Yes or Nose. This is volume 11. If you're ready, Nose, I'm going to take a deep breath and get us started. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's now time for Yes or Nose, volume 11 of the NFL season. I will ask the Nose 10 questions, nine of them being fantasy football questions, the last one being a life question. And since we have a shortened show next week, today will be the day that I quiz the nose on Thanksgiving Day food. So there's your tease there for the end of this segment. Let's start with question number one. And the first couple of questions always about the Thursday night football game. We actually have a really good one this week, Cincinnati at Baltimore. So let's get right to it. Question number one, nose, Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson this week to start. You can only have one. I take Lamar Jackson. Yes or nose? Yes, we discussed Lamar Jackson, and we are all in on him this week. One last shot. He hasn't been finding the end zone with his legs or throwing the ball. It's just been the Gus the Bus and Keaton Mitchell show. But yes, this week, if, but the answer is more on the other side, and that is this Ravens defense got embarrassed last week. They sure the do. Number, they're a top three defense in the league, and they're going to be hungry. I believe they're at home. And it's going to be one of those days where Joe Burrow is going to have a struggle. And that's going to be a little bit more than Lamar Jackson blowing up. But if you give me one or the other, yes, give me Lamar. All right. Uh, If Higgins gets to play or does play on Thursday night for Cincinnati, oil can Boyd, is he a must start even if that happens? Yes or no's? Yes, I do like I'm only a must start's a a heavy, heavy load on that, but Look, I have T. Higgins being out, which does make Boyd a nice play, but they do throw the ball around a little bit right now with Irwin, the wide receiver, and now they're using their tight ends more. Boyd could be a good start. Boyd should have had that touchdown. Poor Joe Burrow. That game should have been theirs. Uh, But, yes, he's a very nice fill-in for T. Higgins. All right, I'd like to do a little Dolphins here as we like to do the Homer game here. Homer or not, Tua this week is quarterback one in fantasy football against the Raiders, yes or no's? Because if we're a homer, yes, let's get after it. 12 and a half point favorites at home against a secondary that he could eat alive. 
We have a well-rested wide receiver core. Yeah, there's some really good starts out there, man. But I don't care. We we the two best guys are going against each other, and we'll talk about it. Where Mahomes is playing against Hertz on that special Monday right. night fo- football right. game. Let's cancel them out and give Tua the QB number one overall. Yes, I love it. I love it. And they're also really good matchups this week. Like you said, quarterbacks. We just talked about what's happening on Thursday night football. I almost forgot about the Monday night football game as well. When you have that Super Bowl uh, rematch there. All right, question number four. I'm going back to it. Homer or not? Radio Raheem and Tyreek are RB1 and wide receiver one this week, also versus the Raiders. Yes, our nose. Nose. <laughs> Let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, absolutely. I will never, ever put wide receiver one past him because he is the best wide receiver in the best offense for him possible. So definitely Tyreek. Yes. Radio Raheem, let's slow down a little bit. He'll have, we must start him, of course, but let's be honest. There's going to be some better running back options out there. You know, a guy named Christian McCaffrey, for example, or A.A. Ekelar or Travis Etienne. I have all three of those guys ahead of Mostert, but Mostert's right there in that next wave of players with like a Brees Hall, Jamar Gibbs, Kenny Walker type deal. All right. I know Tyreek, A.J. Brown, and C.D. Lamb are all money. But Keenan Allen could be the fantasy MVP this season of that wide receiver group. Yes or no's? Ooh, it's a good one. It's a tough one. I know. Yes, of course he is. Look, Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown are by far, you know, in my opinion, the two best players. But Keenan Allen right now, better than Stephon Diggs, better than C.D. Lamb, better than Jamar Chase, better than Amar Ross St. Brown. But more importantly... I, you open up a conversation that's a quick – I'll make a quick point of it. That is the top seven players at the wide receiver position. Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Jamar Chase, and finishing off with Amon Ross St. Brown. That means something. That means these players that you are picking in your first and second rounds are producing for you at that spot. So it has moved – the running back isn't king anymore because we discussed how Brian Robertson Jr. for crying out loud was the number one running back last right. week. But week in and week out, the best wide receivers are performing. And that for next year's draft, remember that they're a lot more consistent than the running back position. Right, right. Yeah, imagine that. Your top guys that you're picking are actually handling it, their business and playing like top picks. That's 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 something that you have to be aware of each year. Sometimes you have that bust in those first two or three rounds. But this year, you picked one of these dudes, man. They're playing like it. Look, man, yes. You know, B. John Robinson was a first-round draft pick. Right. Derrick Henry was an early second-round draft pick. You know, I could go on and on. Eckelar, although he got hurt. Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, for crying out loud, Zach. These guys are all going, right. or a lot of them are going before many of those wide receivers that we mentioned, and that shows the mistake. Stefan Diggs, for, or C.D. Lamb, really outperforming those type of running backs that went way ahead of them in the first round. All right. So just before I said Tua was QB one this week and we agreed on it, but if that's the case, Dak Prescott's one a or one B this week, what a performance last week and hopefully going forward. Yes or no's. Yeah, sure. We'll give it to <laughs> okay, you. I like we'll, it. We'll, I like I, it. I, I don't want, you know, Dak's got a good matchup. Okay. He's what at Carolina. It, right. It's a good matchup, but 
man, he needs to show it to me one more time. So uh, ultimately, I have him as a top 10 quarterback play this week. But players like Josh Dobbs and Sam Howell, even Jared Goff are on his tier, on his level. But maybe, maybe Dak Prescott takes that next step. We'll see after this week. Yeah, got to have two weeks in a row of it also to make me feel a little bit better. But last week was so nice. I know. You so need nice. Too. You oh, man, was that nice last week. All right, question number seven here for yes or no's. I would start Brock Purdy over Sam Howell this week. Yes or no's? No's. Sam Howell playing against the New York Giants. Drop the mic. You saw what Dak Prescott did last week. Sam Howell throws the ball. Zero fear. Okay, I like him this week quite a bit. I have him in that top 10 range. Uh, so, yeah, no, uh, Sam Howell, I like more. All right. Uh, question number eight, Derrick Henry is the most hot and cold running back in fantasy. He really literally makes me sweat every single week. Yes or no's for this guy being the, I don't want to say bust because that's not fair, but just being that hot and cold first or second round pick of all the guys so far in fantasy this year. You could say bust. I don't mind it at this point. Okay. I mean, he starts. Is Derrick out... Henry a bust this year? Yes or no's? No's. He's not a bust. Look, his last game was a really horrible game. So that's what's fresh in my mind. He only right. had 24 yards rushing. But before that, he had 97 yards, 101 yards, and 75 yards, and found two touchdowns out of those three games prior. So is he a bust? No. But we're watching him. On the downside of his career, we see a very good backup running back there, TJ Spears, who's getting some looks. I'm not ready to call him a bust yet. Again, last week was you know was horrible, but horrible, at man. Pittsburgh, 1775 and a touchdown with 27 in the air. It's over 100 yards. The week prior, 122 yards. Not a bust, but he is no longer going to be considered a first-round pick next year. He's going to go, if anywhere, late second, early third. So we've seen, finally, the King Henry drop. Right. We knew it would happen sooner or later, but it's happened this season. Question number nine, last fantasy football question for the nose here. Ladies and gentlemen, and you said this before, and I'm glad we're on the same page, Trey McBride is a top tight end to start this week. Yes or no's, and I'll answer for you. Yes. Yes, he is. The only players I have ahead of him are Kelsey, Andrews, Laporta, Hawkinson. And I do love me some Dalton Schultz, everybody. We'll, we'll, and, and Dalton Kincaid. We'll take both Daltons, a double roadhouse Dalton tight Ooh. end special. Wow, I just came up with that. Did. The, the double deuce. Uh, Trey McBride is right with those players. So unless you have any of those guys that I just mentioned, Trey McBride is a must start, Zach. Okay. Fantasy football questions are done. Like I said, next week will be a shortened uh, Zach and the nose for Turkey Day. By the way, Turkey Day special for you next week. We're going to be on uh, WQAM has got all the games on uh, Turkey Day starting at noon. We're going to be on right before it for one hour giving you all your information on Thanksgiving Day, a Turkey Day special, yes or no's, a Turkey Day special sniff test, the whole deal next week. We'll get to that uh, as we go. But you know how I like to quiz the no's for Thanksgiving on the Turkey Day feast. Uh, so these are my questions for you, and you can answer them as I go. We'll go in order. 
what does the day look like time-wise for Nose and the Nose family on Thanksgiving Day? How does how do we start this day and what's what's the time for eating? Okay, so I'm in charge of some of the sides. I go to my uh, mother-in-law who puts on a absolute show in terms of her turkey and her food. But my day is beautiful, right? I use the morning. I, uh, I do love to cook. And uh, so I do whatever is asked of me, whether it's a homemade mac and cheese, or sometimes I'm in charge of, you know, doing a little Brussels sprouts, charring the outside of them, one of those, you know, two sides. But I get that done literally when the 1230 game starts. So I have the setup where I'm able to cook and value to the family. I'm doing something for everyone, but every play my eyeball is on at the same time. So I start off my day cooking and watching that 1230 Detroit line special. And then I roll right into that game, head right over to where Thanksgiving is. And then that Dallas Cowboy game, must be on upon arrival. And that's just as pretty simple as that family and Turkey day and uh, making sure I watch the football game, which gets into the challenging question is how do you stay up for that late game when you have that Turkey? Oh, and oh yes, I do stuff myself. Yes, so. of course you have to at this point. All right. So that question, you know, you can't get wrong. So here's where the ones usually get right and wrong and usually get them wrong at this point. I need to know what a perfect Thanksgiving day plate looks like. Uh, for you, I'll tell you what you got wrong if you did uh, and what should be on there, what can be admitted. Okay, we start off with a hopefully very moist turkey. I like to get a piece that showcases as, as much skin as possible because I like to have a bite of skin with every bite. I'm a bigger fan of the dark meat and I don't care how you feel about that. I need myself some gravy as well and we're going to put gravy all over the mashed potatoes. We're going to make a circle right in the middle of those mashed potatoes and drop that gravy right in there. Upon right next to that, we have that amazing Debbie Mills stuffing that is a must for that plate. And at this point, my plate's getting pretty filled up, Zach, because the turkey, the mashed potatoes, and the stuffing. But I do leave, and it's a controversial one, do you go with the homemade cranberry uh, sauce or you take that jelly crapola out of a can and put it on a plate the answer is fresh with orange peel and don't doing it right which thank god i have an amazing chef in my family that gets to do that for me and then i'm trying to squeeze some room and i know it's uh, not a uh, a big take but i'm trying to squeeze some room for some sweet potato pie and cornbread and i put it i don't care if i have to stack I'll figure it out even if I need a second plate when I organize myself at the table. Try and knock me on that. Well, I mean, you have to. The second plate's okay. It's okay to walk back to wherever you're sitting with two handfuls of plates. Like, that's plenty fine at that point. There. It, there's there's nothing wrong. It's it's Thanksgiving Day. No one's judging anyone on Thanksgiving Day. If this Gluttony was, is okay. Right. If it was Friday night dinner and you're at my house and you walk back with two plates, I'd be like, what the hell is nose doing? But this is a different story. All right, the right answer here, and you got a, a, some of it right, but not all of it, um, is obviously to have the turkey. doesn't matter how you go. Dark meat, white meat, I'm okay with either one. Skin's fine as well there. You have to douse it with the gravy. That's good, too. Um, you must have stuffing at some point on your plate. I am okay uh, if someone needs to go with the box stuffing, because I do like me some stuffing out of a box every once in a while. My uncle used to do it uh, from scratch, which was the most unbelievable thing, but very time-consuming on Thanksgiving Day. So you must have that. Green bean casserole, I don't believe you had that in your plate at all. That is a negative five for you at that point, because if you have the right green bean casserole, 
then you understand what I'm talking about. And if anyone's ever eaten my Thanksgiving dinner or my mom's, you understand that right in there. My wife in the other room, I can see she's already shaking her head. Yes, that is correct at that point. And my brother won't eat Thanksgiving without the green bean casserole. You have to have some sort of sweet potatoes. I do like to have the yams with the brown sugar and stuff on there to have it nice and sweet. So that is a good point for you there. Some sort of mashed potatoes as well have to be on your plate and covered in that gravy as well there too. We haven't gotten dessert yet because that's coming up here in just a second. Have to have some sort of bread. Cornbread is acceptable, but more the dinner roll or the crescent roll would be the way I would go at this point here because cornbread is, is fine with barbecue during the year and stuff like that. But the dinner roll or the crescent roll is the way you go here with this. So you did pretty good. You only got about 10 points off where you should be. So well done by you there <laughs> at that point. The Dessert. crescent roll is a great call, by the way. Yeah. Gotta have the crescent roll. My wife, warm, my wife likes warm, like the Publix yeah. dinner roll that yeah. you get like in the 12 pack and you heat yeah. up. But if I put a crescent roll in front of her, she would take that over the dinner roll in uh, any, any moment, especially on Thanksgiving Day. All right, dessert-wise, we do this every year. You always get this wrong, except you have enlightened me with one different pie that this year will be put into the Thanksgiving Day. Dessert-wise, at the nose of Thanksgiving, what does it look like? I'm a key lime pie guy. I, I don't care if it's non-traditional. We are South Floridians, and we do key lime pie, homemade key lime pie, Joe's recipe and just perfect it. Have to have that perfect graham cracker crust. That's the most important part. And what we do in our family is called buttermilk pie. Buttermilk buttermilk pie is literally just like sugar and crust. That's all gooey and delicious. I also love a pecan pie where we do a swirl of some chocolate in it, making it a chocolate pecan pie. So I am pie heavy in terms of my desserts on my Thanksgiving. Right. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to give you points for all that here because you do know I'm a dessert guy. So I do like all that stuff there. The chocolate pecan pie will be the one that's added to the Krantz Thanksgiving this year because of you. Yes, I know you're shaking your head. It has been added to the dessert platter uh, for that, but you cannot have a Thanksgiving day without some sort of apple pie and pumpkin pie in there as well. Uh, and I do like the Dutch apple pie better than the normal uh, regular pumpkin pie. So I need to have like that Dutch crust on top there as well key lime pie absolutely you could do that anytime you want that's probably plenty fine but if there's not an apple or a pumpkin pie there you're probably going to get the the bad look from my wife at that point she does like that pumpkin pie more than i think any of the other pies that we do there so good job by you on that only because the chocolate pecan pie pecan pie whatever you say there uh has been added so you do get an extra bonus point for that the pumpkin pie is one of the most overrated pies in the pie game it's always out there and nobody touches it. Okay. My you wife's know, the only one that eats it at, at the, it, it's, but it it's has to o- be there. Right. It, no, I mean, yeah. I think it doesn't. I think we could evolve and get out of that, but that's my own opinion. And I, and I stand by my pies. Okay. I enjoy my pies. You did pretty good this year. You didn't do great I, on the actual food, but you did good on the dessert. So good for you. It's the next day sandwich. That's what it, all this matters. I don't care about anything else. I don't care if that was not on yes or no's. Right. It's all about getting a fresh loaf of whatever your favorite bread is, right. smearing that cranberry sauce, throwing down some turkey, throwing down some stuffing, throwing down some potatoes, and then just finishing it off with another piece of toast and then eating at the next day. That is the best lunch of the year. <laughs> bonus points for you on that one all right that'll do it for yes or knows a volume 11 we have the sniff test coming up and we have all the picks of the week coming up as well stay with us zach of the nose brought to you by tropical chevrolet biscayne boulevard and 88th street or go to the website 
MiamiChevy.com. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. We'll take another quick break here. We come back with a sniff test after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We just did Yes or No's. Time for the sniff test here to get you all ready with your lineups. For week 11 of the NFL lineup, Nose is going to give you a quarterback, wide receivers, and running backs that he loves this week that pass the sniff test. And then, of course, quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers he does not like this week that fail the sniff test. Let's start with that quarterback position, Nosey. Give me a couple of quarterbacks you love this week that pass the sniff test. We're just going to ride that Sam Hallow train week over week until you listen and you start him. Sam Howell at home versus the Giants is as tasty as it gets. He's using all of his weapons. He's not afraid to throw the ball. You know, he think gunslinger, think Matthew Stafford years ago. Now, not the same type of talent, but it's the the zero fear of throwing the ball in tight spaces. And that's how he produces fantasy points. He's creative on the run. He creates space for himself. Sam Howell, Zach, is really good. And I really wanted to make that point on this show on this week. We've been saying it week over week, and we keep, he just keeps doing it. Right. And so at some point, we are still in trade season, and I know we're going to discuss your big trade that we discuss that that happened. Sam Howell is a player that you either should be trading for, or if you have another good quarterback that you want to hold on to, you should be trading him because there's a lot of value in that player right now. I also like Geno Smith at the Rams, okay? Uh, he and that offense have not gotten clicking yet, but I do believe that the Rams' best ability is to stop the run, but not the pass. So give Geno Smith a look. I know he's been up and down. And this one, I'm just saying it because I, I need to keep the faith, so it's just positive vibes. Josh Allen is getting dogged really badly right now. He is. He's pu- he is. And I know the media has, there's a narrative there. And I I understand all of that. But Josh Allen is a player you need to always start. And I know Josh Allen, when you go to projections for this week, is going to be lower 
than most times because he's usually the number one or two guy playing against a very good Jets defense. I don't care. If you ever consider benching him, you shouldn't be listening to this show. Josh Allen is a must start. All right, quarterbacks this week that passed the sniff test, Sam Howell, Geno Smith, and our boy, Josh Allen. Let's go to that running back position. Give me a couple that you love this week that passed the sniff test. We're going back to Jameer Gibbs. We discussed him on the show. A lot of people are nervous about Monty, David Montgomery coming back and being the workhorse. And guess what? He is that. But there's enough balls to go around, okay? So Jameer Gibbs is an absolute must-start week in and week out, and you just have to hope he executes on his opportunities. I, I really do firmly believe he will, so get Gibbs in your lineup. Next, James Conner, the Terminator, mm. versus the Texans. Last week, first week back, coming off the injury with Kyler Murray, I was extremely encouraged with his 16 rushes for 73 yards. It was really how many volume rushes he got. He's the guy there. Nobody else carried the ball more than two different times outside of Kyler Murray. So James Conner is now back to that full volume horse running back that you drafted. And man, this is disappointing, but Tony Pollard has to be recommended to start at this point. That's where we're at with Tony Pollard. I tried to wake him up last week. It didn't really work, which is wild considering the 49ers scored, excuse me, <laughs> the Cowboys scored 49 points. Right, right. Well done there. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it happened. Close. Yeah. Tony Pollard, out of the 49 points, had 15 rushes for 55 yards, and he did not catch a single ball. So think about that. Four touchdowns thrown by Prescott, and there were three rushing touchdowns, none of which were Pollard. It was this guy, Rico Dowdle, Dowdle, that looked pretty darn good. So birthplace, Asheville, North Carolina, went to South Carolina. Shout out to Asheville. Mm. But anyway, long story short, Tony Pollard's got to wake up. He is their guy, and I do want you to stick with him for this week against the Panthers. All right, Tony Pollard, Monty Gibbs, and Jimmy Connor, the Terminator, the running backs that pass the running back sniff test this week. Let's start with that wide receiver group now. Give me a couple you like this week that pass the sniff test. Give me Jalen Waddle, everybody. Ooh. At home versus the Raiders. Everyone's got to eat, even the Penguin. Definitely put him in your lineup. Then, scary Terry McLaurin. He has not been scoring as many touchdowns as his fantasy owners would like. Sam Howell's getting the stats. The touchdowns have been going elsewhere. Scary Terry finds the end zone this week. And I want to reiterate, you got to start Christian Kirk out of all the play, the wide receiver core for the Jaguars. Christian Kirk is still playing at a very high level, although Trevor Lawrence has been, in my opinion, struggling mightily. But Christian Kirk at home versus the Titans is a must start. Galen Waddle, Scary Terry McLaurin, and Christian Captain Kirk wide receivers this week you must start because they pass the sniff test all right with all that said we're going to give you a couple quarterbacks running backs and wide receivers that fail the sniff test knows doesn't like this week let's start with that quarterback position give me a couple this week you don't like that fail the sniff test well the will the will levis experiment or at least the one that we're like oh my god the guy threw four touchdowns in his first game blowing up looks like deandre hopkins the last two weeks he looked like a rookie 
He looks like a rookie that has a lot of upside. So no disrespect there. I think he's going to be good. I like the way he throws the ball. But right now, this is an offense that's going to rely on the run like they always do. It's going to be run, 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 play action. Uh, I would keep him on your bench at all at possible versus the Jaguars this week. Next, you have Jordan Love at home versus the Chargers. And I mentioned this, but this is a great matchup, right? The Chargers are letting up a lot of points through the air to opposing quarterbacks. But I do not like Jordan Love. I don't care how good this matchup is. He has zero connection with Christian Watson, who is his best player. And Romeo Dobbs is a, playing well. He should be way better. Just everything is off on this offense for Green Bay. So I would take precaution and I would not be starting Jordan Love, even in a two quarterback system. And the same goes for Kenny Pickett at Cleveland. If you're at all starting him in any league, it's a terrible idea. Okay. Uh, you got to be real desperate. It's got to be like Kenny Perkett, uh, Pickett versus Danny DeVito versus DTR in Cleveland. That's how bad it's got to be. So keep those three guys on your bench. All right. Jordan Love, by, by the way, Jordan Love falling out of everyone's grace since the beginning of the season, right? Holy he looked so moly. good. Right. Oh, right. He, he had the moments where he was yep. running at the right spot. He was hitting his spots. He's a big guy. And it just turned bad fast. Yep, real quickly. All right. Will Levi's jeans, Jordan Love, and Kenny Pickett, quarterbacks that failed the sniff test for week 11. Let's go to that running back position. Give me a couple you don't like this week that fail the sniff test. A.J. Dillon in that same game about Jordan Love. Okay. No. Oh, this is just he, week in, week out, has the talent to do it. But it continues to be a split job with A.A. Ron Jones who still has the edge on him. A.J. Dillon cannot be trusted in fantasy. And we had breaking news about a day ago, but Jalen Warren was named the starting running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Please. which means Najee Harris is going to get less carries. I thought Najee was having a few good weeks in a row, but Jalen Warren has been better, gets named starter. I believe this is going to be like a 55-45 split Jalen Warren. So you could start Najee Harris, but not this week against that Browns defense, which we discussed is really nasty. And the whole Alexander Madison uh, situation, it's over, okay? I really don't want you starting him. I know he's banged up this week. We'll see what happens. But Alexander Madison at the Broncos, which is a good matchup, I still do not like. It's time to have him be on your bench. All right, A.J. Dillon, Najee Harris, and Alexander Madison, running backs the nose doesn't like this week that fail the sniff test. Let's finish off the sniff test here with the wide receiver group. Give me a couple you do not like this week that fail the sniff test. I'm working off those uh, quarterbacks. So DeAndre Hopkins, I, I do not like him this week. I, I need to see another game where he is 85-plus yards and a touchdown. We haven't even sniffed that in the last two weeks. DeAndre Hopkins is a player I'm leading on benching if possible. Uh, Christian Watson is lost in this offense. What a shame. What a talent. Right now, the Jordan Love to Christian Watson connection is what we would call a bust. Until I see it, I can't continue to start it week in and week out. And then Chris Godwin versus the 49ers. It's a tough matchup. It's clearly Mike Evans who's getting those bulk. Uh Rashad White, been really good. And Chris Godwin's been the guy that's been left out. Normally, I'd say he'd bounce back, good week. But 
He's got one of the hardest matchups in football. So right now, if you could leave Chris Godwin out of your lineup, I'd recommend that. All right. DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Watson, and Chris Godwin. Three wide receivers that this week fail the sniff test. That's going to end up doing it for the sniff test for week 11 here. Uh, before we go to break, Nosy, I wanted to bring up uh, one or two things here uh, because we brought up some of the uh, starters for this week that, that passed the sniff test. And you brought up Devin Singletary earlier in the show. Texans right now in that offense. And this is basically an observation that you had on your list. I think almost starts at this point, all these you know stars for this Houston team, uh, including Devin Singletary. Uh, I know Dalton Schultz. I, I Listen, I know these guys are all getting numbers, but what do you think with that Texans offense? I mean, I know it's not yes or no's, but yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. It, it's, it's wild what's going on in Houston. This is the beauty of the NFL, and this is the beauty of an NFL where quarterbacks right now are extremely far and few between. There are no superstars, and at the end of the day, one team has a rising superstar, and that is C.J. Stroud. He is fantastic. So right now, yes, you have to start all of the guys. The question, though, is what do you do if Nico Collins is out again? Do you start Noah Brown? And the answer is yes. Last week, <laughs> seven catches, 172 yards. Tank Dell is a must start as well. He's getting 14 targets last week. 14. Schultz is awesome too. We saw the talent for the Cowboys when he was there. Now, two weeks ago, he has double digit targets. This week, he's got, uh, last week, excuse me, four for 71. He's a must start. So, and when Nico Collins plays, he's a must start. So the answer to your question is, yes, I'm starting everybody. Devin Singletary, 30 carries last week. He's a must-start this week until we see how that shapes up. So, wow. Did not expect at this point in the yep. season that we'd be discussing the Houston Texans where almost every player there could really put up big fantasy stats for you. Yeah, it's an here interesting, we are. It's an interesting yeah. story going on in Houston right now, that's for sure. That is for sure. Uh, all right, let's take a break here. Let's finish things off here after this. We have the picks of the week, and I still want to get to one or two more observations before we get out of here. This is Zach in the Nose, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, uh, where convenience for our customers is our priority. They're on Biscayne Boulevard and 88th Street. We'll go to the website, MiamiChevy.com. We wrap things up here on Zach in the Nose, Volume 11, right after this. All right, we're going to wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, Volume 11, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. I got one or two more observations I want to get to before we get to the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up here right at the end here. Uh, nose brought it up earlier, and I didn't even recognize it at first. Monday Night Football, the Super Bowl rematch, Eagles and Chiefs. Uh, what do you got going on in this game? Uh, it should be a very good game, hopefully a very good game, but a lot of fantasy implications all over this game, too. Oh man, start everybody. Yeah, right. that's 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 the message. Uh, for the Eagles, it's it's pretty simple. Jalen Hurts, obviously your QB one. Devonta Smith, uh, uh, you know some highs and lows there, but he is always going to be a starter on my team. Uh, AJ Brown is the number two best wide receiver in the NFL. Number one, of course, your Tyreek Hill. Just had to jump that in there, and uh, I'm still starting DeAndre Swift as my running back. So you're going to start your Eagles. And then at the, at the other side of the field, you're going to start Isaiah Pacheco. You're going to start Travis Kelsey. And obviously, Patty Mahomes is your quarterback. The question is, 
If you need a wide receiver there, who do you go with? And we've discussed it on the show. I had a huge success as a nose pick of the week. Rishi Rice is the best wide receiver option if and only if you are pretty desperate because they spread that field like nobody else. He throws to literally every wide receiver that is on that roster. And then he throws to the running backs when McKinnon goes into the game as well. So, you know, let's not get over the top with who you're starting in terms of the Chiefs. You start your starters. The Eagles, you start your starters. And, you know, you're not starting any defenses, but we'll segue into a a strategy that I want to get into. But, you know, if you have any of those players, just enjoy your night, man. It's a beautiful, beautiful Super Bowl rematch. Yeah, it should be a fun game to watch there. It's funny you brought that up because I know a lot of people are getting ready for the playoffs. If you're already kind of in it or you know you're going to be in it, we do this every single year. And those usually gives you a little bit of help when it comes to getting one of those defenses the last couple of weeks of the season. So what is there to do here? What's your one team right now you're looking at that you might be able to stash now for those weeks 15, 16, 17 when you do make the playoffs and hopefully your own Super Bowl? All right, here's the time to be strategic, right? This is the moment where if you feel confident you are making the playoffs, okay? And the weeks 15 through 17 are the playoffs. If you're confident, there's a defense right now that are on many waiver wires because we just discussed them. They're playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, I want you to run, don't walk, and pick up Kansas City's defense for your playoff run. There's a lot of teams, again, who are not rostering two defenses, and they are obviously a really rough start this week. But the Chiefs' defense sack have been fire this year. And weeks 15 and 16 are the two weeks that I focus on the most. If you make the championship game, it's all gravy from there. But in the quarterfinals of your fantasy league, you have the Chiefs at the Patriots. That's insanely good. I mean, who are you going against there? Billy Zappi or a player we don't know? Uh, Week 16, you have the Chiefs at home versus the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell. Very tasty matchup. And then week 17 is a little difficult with the Bengals, but you could pick somebody up at that point and go with it. So if you have the opportunity, pick up the KC defense and stash them for your playoff run. I like that. I like that strategy right then and there because – you got to be thinking about it if your team is good right now about what you're going to do towards this end of the season and into the playoffs. All right, let's get to the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. I want to give you a little cushion here uh, instead of giving you the 30 seconds that I normally do for these picks. Let's start with that tight end pick of the week. Give it to the people out there so they can get ready for this weekend. You got it. I mean, at this point, the roadhouse, Dalton Schultz, is a must start for the Houston Texans. That's how far we've come. We've discussed it all day on the show. He was really good in Dallas when he had a quarterback who could get him the ball. He's got great hands. And right now he is a nice warm cushion for CJ Stroud to throw balls to when he is, you know, in trouble over the middle on the sideline, Dalton Schultz coming off of two very good weeks becomes a must start. And he is big time tight end. Nose pick of the week. I love that there. End us off here, Nosy. It's time for the nose pick of the week. We wait until the end of the show each week to do this. Nosy, I'm going to give you 90 seconds. Give everyone your favorite for this week. The nose pick of the week. I am all in, Zach. I can't believe it. I never saw, I, I thought it coming. 
I thought he was going to get benched for Kyler Murray, but the guy gets traded to Minnesota and becomes an instant stud. Josh Dobbs. Ooh. I'm going with a quarterback for Minnesota at the Broncos on Sunday night football is becoming a quarterback two in a two quarterback league superstar. The type of player, if he's your second quarterback in one of those leagues or a super flex league that takes you to that next level. Last week, he had 268 yards in the air and 44 yards on the ground with two touchdowns. Two weeks ago, he came in out of nowhere, led the team on fourth downs and ending the game with a touchdown. At the end of the day, it is all in Josh Dobbs. I'm getting 25 fantasy points against the Broncos defense, what you saw Tua do against the miracle kid from the University of Tennessee. Boo! Is looking studly and is the nose pick of the week. All right, that'll do it for us this week. For The Nose, for Danny Garcia, I am Zach Krantz. Thank you for listening to Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. A special one for you next week as we'll be on right before the games kick off on 560 QAM on Turkey Day. Have a great weekend, everybody. Do great in fantasy this weekend, unless you're playing me, and I hope you don't score any points at all and lose. We'll talk to you next week. This is Zach and the Nose. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.